Welcome to Lectionary Living, a way of centering around the Sunday readings and applying the scriptures to everyday life. I'm Barbara Lehman. Today, I'll talk about the readings for Sunday, April 11th. Every year, the gospel on the Sunday after Easter is the same. The story in John about the one disciple who was out when the resurrected Jesus first appeared to the others. The absent one, Thomas, on hearing about the visit of Jesus, said he would not believe this story unless he could reach out and touch the marks in the flesh of the Lord. So Jesus returns and Thomas comes to believe. More importantly, perhaps, is the last verse of the story, also the last verse of the Gospel of John. The author is saying that he has written all of this down so that the reader might come to believe. Well, that's a high bar. It's one thing to write to entertain or to make sense of something that's happened, or to remember a detail one might otherwise forget, or even to think about the scripture. The business of writing so that others might believe is quite a goal. It's commonly said that seeing is believing. For humans, though, the opposite is more often the case. People tend to see what they believe. Apparently, this is so common in criminal cases, the attorney will doubt any story if all the witnesses agree. If they all saw it the same way, then the story had to be made up. This has always been a comfort to me in terms of the differences in the resurrection stories in the different gospel accounts. The writer of John, then, is up against a lot. The reader's own ideas and expectations about Scripture may get in the way of hearing these stories for what they are. They may keep the reader from even entertaining the idea seriously. The first step, then, is for the reader to get a little looser about how this story might go. A bit of the willing suspension of disbelief may go along with this phase. Life itself pushes us to suspend our previously held notions, to open us up to new ways of seeing or thinking about a thing. With a bit of an open mind, one can then consider whether a thing makes sense. Whether one is persuaded by a story, or a research article, or a well-reasoned argument is the question. It's the question we often duck. The mental discipline required to think a thing through, to consider whether it fits with one's own views, is challenging. A person may have to set aside her own emotional reaction to consider what's there. In the end, human reasoning is fully alive when one's mind is yoked somehow to one's emotional system, with information flowing back and forth between the two. True thoughtfulness emerges, motivating a person to take a position, to act on what's been understood. The response of Thomas to Jesus' appearance was life-changing for him. What a person truly believes shows in how she lives. Like the writer of John, a person can, through her own life, offer others, the readers, if you will, of how she is living, a new way of seeing life. It all begins with thinking about what he believes and its influence on how he is living. That's all. And that's plenty, gracious plenty. Here are some questions to reflect on this week. I use these to think about what I'm trying to do with my life. After the questions, I close with a verse from the psalm for the week. In the morning, what do I believe? Does it match what I see? In the evening, how did I act according to my beliefs today? 
When did I find them to be life-giving? Psalm 150, verse 6. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.